Many years ago, in the country of Holland, in the capital city known as Amsterdam, there lived a fine Jewish couple who were very wealthy. Yet, although they were short of nothing, they were not happy, loyalenu. And the reason was because they had not been blessed with children. As time went by, their situation made them sadder and sadder. As they were discussing their misfortune one evening, the husband spoke to his wife. You know, my dear, it occurred to me that there must be something very special that we could do, something holy and worthwhile, and maybe that will find a special favor in the eyes of the Abishther, and he will bless us with a child. Yes, my dear husband, it sounds like a good idea, said his wife. It's certainly worth trying. But have you thought of exactly what we should try? I know you are always doing good deeds, and you give lots of tzedakah. What is this new thing that you plan to do? Well, as you may guess, he replied, I have given this matter much thought, and I have decided to write a new Sefer Torah for the Shul. I know the Shul already has many Sefer Torahs, Baruch Hashem, but this is going to be such a Sefer Torah like was never written before. It will not be written on ordinary cloth, ordinary parchment made from a cow. It will be made on cloth from a deer. I will spare no expense when carrying out my plans. And when it is finished, it will not only be perfect from every point of view, but it will be the result of the work of the holiest and most God-fearing people that I can find. I mean it to be an offering to Hashem, showing Him our true love and devotion. How wonderful, said his wife, and may God Almighty answer our tefillah that will go along with the Sefer Torah. This worthy Jew lost no time in setting to work on his plan. His wife helped him pack up and prepare for a long journey for he meant to oversee this holy work from the very beginning and to see to every detail himself. After several weeks, he reached a country where there were many deer. He spread the word amongst the hunters that whoever would capture and bring to him deer alive and unhurt and perfect in all of their limbs would be rewarded with large sums of money. It did not take very long before the most expert hunters for miles around got word that a wealthy merchant was ready to pay them exceptionally high prices for any live deer that they would bring to him. When the merchant had gathered enough deer, he engaged a couple of shaykhtim to kill the deer according to the Jewish method of shechita. Then the merchant engaged some expert Jewish parchment makers to get the skins of the deer 
made into the most fine cloth. And when he had 150 skins already, he called on three of the most famous seifrim of that time to do the actual writing of the Torah scrolls on the cloth, on the parchment. Every person connected with this holy work had their orders from the merchant to keep himself holy during all the time he did work on the Sefer Torah. Every worker had to toivel in the river the first thing in the morning and then devote their first thoughts of the day entirely to the service of Hashem. And finally, to give the best work they had ever done in their entire lives. The Seifrim are told that each must only write five lines of the Taita every day, and then they were to examine each other's work to see that no possible error was made anywhere. If you have ever looked into a Sefer Taita, you will realize that at only five lines a day, it will take quite a long time to get finished. But the merchant was in no hurry. It was not speed he was after, but the most perfect Sefer Taita ever written. Whilst the actual writing of the Sefer Torah was progressing, the merchant and his wife were busy looking after the other items connected with the Sefer Torah. The merchant's wife was a wonderful seamstress, so she designed the most beautiful mantle to cover the Sefer Torah, including gold braiding. The merchant also spared no money in seeing that he obtained the most expert silversmith to make the Kesser and the Mugain and the Yad to adorn the Sefer Torah when it would be finished. And finally he searched until he found woodcarvers to make the Eitzei Chaim of the Sefer Torah so that they should be as beautiful and perfect as everything else connected with this most wondrous Sefer Torah. When the merchant had every detail checked, and rechecked to his complete satisfaction, he came to his wife full of simcha. Believe it or not, my dear wife, the great and holy task is completed. I am now arranging for the Sefer Taita to be presented in the shul, and let us daven that it will please HaKadosh Baruch Hu that we are bringing this gift to the house of Hashem. I know and surely Hashem knows, replied his wife, how selflessly you have worked to make this the most perfect Sefer Torah that was ever made. It has brought spiritual satisfaction to us both. Emir Hashem Yisbarech, it will do the same for all of the holy Kehila, and Hashem too must see into our hearts and be glad also. All the Jews of Amsterdam and from the surrounding area, had been eagerly awaiting the day when the Sefer Torah would be presented to the shul by the wealthy merchant. The Rav and the elders of the shul assembled at the home of the merchant. From there, they all went in a dignified procession to the shul, led by the merchant, carrying the Sefer Torah. He was wrapped in a talus, and four people 
carried a chuppah over his head. As the procession moved along, it was joined by more and more Jews, all making their way to the shoal. An impressive service was held, after which the Rav addressed the people briefly. My dear friends, said the Rav, this is the house of Hashem, and here we gather together to praise Him and none else. So whilst we refrain from singing the much-deserved praises of our benefactor, our good friend the merchant, we shall let his good deeds speak for him. And so every time we read out of the Sefer Torah, which he has done so much to make perfect, we will remember him for good. The following Shabbos, the merchant and his wife were in Shul when the Balkaide took out the new Sefer Torah and began to read. The merchant was given an aliyah. He was so full of emotion that his eyes filled with tears and he could hardly see the words clearly. He had worked so hard and so long for this moment, and he felt so full of joy and gratitude to Hashem. Suddenly he noticed that the Balkaida had stopped reading. What was the matter? The Balkaida beckoned to the rabbi. The rabbi joined the Balkaida, and they examined the Taida. The Rav nodded his head, saying, It seems impossible, but here's the evidence in front of us. There is a line missing from the merchant's Sefer Taira, and it is puzzle. We may not use it. So a different Sefer Taira was brought out, and the merchant was helped off the bima, as he almost collapsed from shock, Leilenu. The Rav and the merchant's friends tried to console him, but he found no comfort. I failed, cried the merchant. Hashem did not want to accept my offering. All of my efforts were wasted. No, said the Rav, all is not lost. You still have some parchment left. You can replace the entire sheet. It will yet be a kosher and holy sefer and although the merchant resolved to do just as the Rav had advised him, he felt unhappy, thinking that he was not worthy of writing such a holy scroll as he had planned. The next day, the Rav came to the house of the merchant in great excitement. My dear friend, said the Rav, I had a very vivid dream last night. I was told that your Sefer Taita was absolutely perfect. There was nothing wrong with it. It was only by a strange illusion that it appeared that a line was missing. I was told that the Sefer Torah that you wrote was so sacred that it was too pure for us people of flesh and blood. So it was carried to the Bezdin Shalmaila and placed in an Aron HaKadosh there. The merchant could hardly believe what he was hearing. If he didn't respect the Rav so much, he would have thought that perhaps the rabbi was making fun of him. Come quickly, said the rabbi. Come and let's look in the Aron Kodesh. As the Rav and the merchant were approaching the shul, the shamash came out. He seemed very worried. From a distance, he burst out, Rabbi, Rabbi, the merchant's Sefer Torah is gone. Someone has stolen it. 
I don't know how. I was the last one to leave last night and the first to enter this morning. I know I locked the doors and I know I unlocked them in the morning. The Rav and the merchant looked at each other. So it is true, said the merchant. Hashem did accept my offering. Blessed is he and blessed is his name. The merchant hurried to tell his wife the good news. Like her husband, she had also been upset about their great misfortune, but now her dismay disappeared when she knew that the Sefer Taita had exceeded in holiness and perfection all of their dreams and expectations. But what pleased them most of all is to learn that Hashem did indeed bless them with a fine baby boy who grew up to be a good Jew, a joy to his parents, and a credit to the Jewish people. And may all Jews be blessed the very same way. Thank you.